When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator. From fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. We can't let that camera see us. Just too much interference to lock on the signal. Captain, do you think a magnetic impulse will disable it? I'm not picking up any signal. Looks like it's fried. When does the media packet go out? Within a half hour. With any luck, we can find these guys before they try and hit us again. Do you think it's just two? We can't be certain, but all of our evidence suggests it's just two. What are they doing with the milk? Kind of crazy, isn't it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh what? Uh-oh's fault of the milk. That uh-oh. I've seen this before. The staple on Honga. John, Nelson here. I'm sending you a link. Ah, uh, here we go. Yes. Salted milk. That's a Hungan's favorite. Well, Professor, we now have the capability to haul the necessary ore to refine for our super particle beam generator. I believe you have a daughter. I will do what you ask. Got a text from Chorus that says, the man who paid only had three fingers on his left hand. I saw something. Our two suspects. And now, episode 89, Three Finger Exercise. Wait a minute, say that again. I just saw our two suspects around the corner, just out of our line of sight. How can you be so sure? Well, they're still dressed like 1940s detectives. So we're going to go over there and bust them for dressing out of style. With poor taste. I'm gonna walk over to the ladies' room and I'm gonna go right by them. I'll try to see if one of them has three fingers. I'm going over to the bar so I can keep an eye on you. All right, thanks. I might try to engage them in conversation, just to see if they slip up on anything. Sounds like a plan, but don't leave us here. You know, just in case you decide to join them, Hongans are smooth talkers. Smooth talkers don't bother me. I mean, I put up with you for the last three days. (laughs) Ho, ho, busted. Something interests you, ma'am? Oh, um, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just couldn't help notice your attire. Attire? The way you're dressed. It's very, mm, very retro. Is there a 40s party somewhere or Comic-Con? Maybe. But if you'd like to have a party, we can help you with that. We're new in this area. A beautiful woman such as yourself perhaps knows the best places to party. Oh, not really. I'm sorry to have bothered you. Nice costumes, by the way.
you're not calling to say goodnight. Not a chance. These guys look like the two we're looking for. Only one guy spoke, but it wasn't a local accent. And I asked him about his attire. What did he say? I don't think he understood me. These guys aren't using any kind of translation device, so they've either been embedded here a while, or they came prepared. Except for the dress code. That makes me believe they were prepped before coming. Perhaps their database of local customs and dress were outdated. Whatever the case, I need to verify it's them. Even if it is them, we don't have enough to arrest them. Maybe we will. Let me get back out there. All right, be careful. That didn't take you very long. I just needed to wash up before dinner. My name is Sam. This is Joe. He doesn't talk much. Oh, I'm Tracy. Are you two in town for long? Perhaps. Is something wrong, Miss Tracy? Oh, uh, no. I've, I'm terribly sorry to stare, but I've never seen anyone salt their milk before. Well, I'm eating very hot wings. Many people drink milk with hot wings. And I'm eating salty french fries. So, if I eat the fries and chase it with milk, like many people, the salt and milk are mixing together in my mouth. So, I'm just taking a shortcut. You think this is strange. Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I like mayo on my fries. That is disgusting. It was nice to meet you both. I'm sorry, I have to rush. I'm having dinner with two of my co-workers. I hope you enjoy your time here in St. Louis. Well, I am now. Not too fast, Miss Tracy. You're giving us the best view in St. Louis. You have got to be kidding me. Where did these guys find these lines? From dime detective novels? So, did you verify anything? Yeah. Men are universally stupid. Huh. Sounds like they were honging. So, uh, what's the verdict? Apparently men are stupid no matter what planet they come from. Well, that's nothing new. Those are our guys for sure. Sam was pouring salt into his milk, and Joe only had three fingers. Sam, Joe, first name basis, are we? So, uh, what do we need for a warrant? A warrant is out of the question. We're on IDF clock right now. There's our waitress over there. Hey, Nelson, let her know that we're going to need that milk glass from the two men in the corner. Make sure she knows to let us retrieve the glass and not the busboy. With any luck... We'll have a match to the prints from the detonator device. Can't just let them walk out of here. We're not. I read your file, Soren. Your undercover work is somewhat of a legend in the IDF. You shouldn't have any problem tailing them. We'll catch up with you as soon as we've secured the evidence. Our only goal tonight is to find out where they're staying. Once we do that, we'll set up the surveillance. Commander Sims. Uh, just waking up. Is it that time already? Welcome to another wake cycle. I apologize as it is a tad early. Tad? According to the movies that Nate sent, tad is a general reference, usually indicating a slight adjustment in a unit of measure. I believe the origin is from the embryonic development of an amphibian known as a frog. Before reaching adulthood, it goes through a phase known as tadpole. Well, George, thank you for the morning biology lesson. Now, what is so important that it can't wait a tad longer? A message from the Mercury has just breached the Latumus portal. 
I deduced that you might want to know what it said immediately. Thank you, George. Patch it through, please. Opening on console channel one. Welcome our space station. This is the Mercury on Scrambled TACCOM 1. We've attached ourselves to an empty ore freighter with a range registry. We're undetected and we'll proceed to Galaza with the ship. The bats aboard will remain until we detach near orbital insert. Please advise headquarters and we'll update as soon as details are available. Mercury out. Do you wish to reply, Commander? Just send a receipt of message timestamp. Relay the message to Controller 3 using his encrypted protocol. Very well, Commander. Would you like to resume your sleep cycle? It's a tad late for that. High resolution photograph received from the Mercury. Display on my monitor, please. Monitor 1. Wow, that is one big ship. Do you have it in your database? Scanning. This model is not in my database. However, it is very similar to a Hungan mining ore tanker. Any data on the registry markings? Negative. It appears the vessel is new and being delivered. It is not yet in service. Very well. Upload the photo to the controller. Photo uploaded. Will there be anything else? Just inform me of any radio traffic coming from headquarters that might be related to the Mercury's mission. Very well, Commander. I shall resume my analysis of the latest movie from Captain Nate. It is the first in a series of peculiar animated movies about toys becoming animated. That doesn't make much sense. Allow me to rephrase for clarity. It is a film that is computer graphics imagery about toys that come to life. Living toys? Seems like that concept would scramble your logic circuits. Yes, especially the one toy that looks like a potato and keeps removing and adding its facial features, and another believing it can fly in the vacuum of space. Sounds like it would make a good story. Very well, continue. We have the glass. Do you see them yet? Yes. They are getting into the minivan. It looks like the one from the dealership and it has temporary plates. Good. Nelson and I are going to go to the car to get my field kit. We should be able to lift some good prints. You're not going to let your lab do that. I just want the prints to verify it's the same guy. Remember, these are alien prints, so they are for in-house use only. Sounds good. Look, I'm on the move now. I wish we would have gotten a GPS tracker on that van. Don't worry. You don't need a GPS tracker. You got me. Nelson has an app on his phone that will track this rental we're driving. Get your results and then follow me. Will do. Okay, Soren has our two in sight. Let's go to the car for my field kit. Man, what are the odds that we walk right into the same restaurant as our two suspects? It's crazy, but I'm not going to argue with fate. It could be that this place has the best barbecue wings in the city, and these guys have good taste in food. <laughs> and apparently women. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Grab the fill kit for me. Nice. Dust for me. Oh yeah, good prints. Let me lift them for you. Nice thumbprint here. You want palm and fingers? I don't think I'll need it. Turn on the scanner and the handheld. 
You got a whole forensics lab in your trunk. Almost. I have our original prints loaded in the handheld. Okay. Scanning done. Now I'll just run a comparison with our original prints. And bingo. We got our man. Or Hungan. Can you run these prints through the IDF database from here? Yes, but it will take a while. I mean, just about every Hongan is wanted for something. Go ahead. Prints are a positive match to whoever placed the bombs on the tower. We're on our way. Nelson, you have my signal. Got it. So no stopping for beer on the way. Don't worry about that, partner. Remember, I have a cooler in here, just in case we had to do a stakeout. Okay, we're not far behind you. I see you're on 7th Boulevard South. Yes, but they're making a left. St stand by. They're headed for the river. The Mississippi? That would be the one. Okay, they turn on to a... Uh, DeKalb Street? DeKalb. Soren, I know where they're headed. There's an abandoned warehouse in that direction. They should be making a right. Yes, they did. That's Victor Street. It turns left into South Wharf. There's an old empty lot before that last turn. Pull in there, kill your lights, and wait for us. Yes, they made the left. I'm impressed how well you know your city, Detective Richards. Well, that's because we just investigated that warehouse. For an explosion. Hey, there he is. Get any shut-eye? Uh, a little bit. How about you? Enough for now. We're getting close to detaching. Tika, send a wake-up call to Captain Jocko and his crew. Aye, sir. So, uh, how does this uh, detaching work? We've never done it before. <laughs> you what? We've never had the occasion to hitch a ride on another ship. This is all new to us. You, you had me convinced that you've done this before. Hey, I learned from the best. Once Rogers convinced the Jubatan scout ship we were just collecting space garbage. And it worked. They dumped their trash, which we reluctantly collected. Well, you know, if your little plan here doesn't work, we're going to be the space trash. Captain, we're approaching Galaza. Prep the bat for deployment. Yes, sir. Captain Jocko, prep for departure. Roger that. We're about ready to button up. I'll let you know when we're ready to go. Copy that. Once they stop their gravitational rotation, they should prep for re-entry. That means everyone will be strapped in. That'll be when we detach. We'll drop in behind them. Once they establish an approach angle, usually about 6.2 degrees, they'll start ionizing the atmosphere around them. And that will block all radio transmissions and electronic surveillance capabilities. So we should be invisible to them. Ah, uh, you know, it just might work. Might work? Come on, Barnsey. Have a little faith. <laughs> Sounds like you've had experience in cloaking before. Cloaking? Being sneaky. <laughs> now, why would an honest businessman like Rogers or myself need to be sneaky? I have no idea. Captain, they're firing retros. Gravitational spin slowing. Notify Jocko to have his crew strap in. Barnes, time to take a seat. The show's about to begin.
Well, uh, nice to see you two again. You were right, detective. They went straight into that warehouse. We still haven't solved the earlier explosion at this warehouse. Homeless activity is just really high in this area. Have you seen anyone else besides our two Hungans? Uh, nothing. Did you happen to notice if they entered through the door with a key? They went through the front door, but it appeared to be open, so uh, you get a positive match on the fingerprint? Yes. It's a no-doubter. So what's the plan? As far as our jobs go, it's like I said earlier. We're all off-duty right now. We're on the IDF clock now, so the rules are different. Yeah, I can see why we can't very well get a warrant. Uh, yes, Judge. We are sure these are the prints of the bomber. And, oh, by the way, both of them are aliens. If you don't mind, we'll take them back to the Intergalactic Council on the planet Boldibar for trial. <laughs> I'm sure he'd sign off on that. But it's a good point, Soren. If we end up apprehending these two, we have to figure out what to do with them. And we certainly can't take them in. We'd uh, never be able to take them in. These guys are definitely special ops Hongans. We'd never be able to take them alive. Yeah, he's right. Mission failure for them is not an option. With any luck, they'll leave. I'm sure like most Hongan soldiers, they'll party hard. And it's still early. And when they leave, we might be able to plant some bugs. Speaking of which, I think I need to get to their van. I want to place a tracker on it. That's pretty risky. Hey, risky business is what I'm all about. Just don't go run around in your underwear. Oh, you know that movie too? Are you two like this all the time? Only when we're together. I got a tracker in the car here. Open that glove compartment for me, please. When I get back, maybe you can tell me why it's called a glove compartment. I've I never seen gloves in one before. Is he from your side or our side? You know, I really don't know. Sometimes I think he's really from the far side. Dad, I was looking all over for you. What are you doing down here? Just watching the tide roll in. Shouldn't you be sitting on the dock of the bay for that? Real cute. Seriously, what's up? You only come out here when you're troubled. Just thinking about Kate. I thought we'd hear something by now. Well, I'm giving them one more day before I go off on them. I'm curious, who's them? The doctors, her boss, the government, law enforcement, whoever will listen. Well, I'm sure everyone is doing what they can, Kelly, but I must admit, my patience is running thin. Tell you what, I'll contact Walter Reed tomorrow and see if there's any update. I still have a few friends in the government I can call on if I need help. I think you should have called them in the first place. I understand that, but I was in the government merry-go-round for a number of years. I know how things work. It's hurry up and wait. But a life is at stake here, so I'm confident everything that can be done is being done. You've always been too trusting, Dad. And you have always been too suspicious. This whole caught-in-the-crossfire thing still bothers me. I've mapped Kate's apartment to her workplace, and her route to work doesn't go through the area where she was shot. Or, I should say, where she was allegedly shot. You're still worrying about that? She was most likely running an errand and took a short detour. Not likely. I'll tell you what. When she wakes up, we'll ask her. I can't help thinking that maybe she won't wake up. Or if she does, she won't remember. Dad, what if she doesn't remember anything? What if she doesn't remember us? I know you're worried, but talk like that doesn't help anyone. I have the utmost faith that she'll pull through this just fine. 
You know what a fighter she is. I hope so, Dad. I really hope so. Good to go? Shake the app. Yep. There it is. Right on the riverbank. I've got it too. How long will this tracker be operational? At least two weeks. And it's accurate within two meters. That should be plenty of time. Speaking of time, there's no sense in all three of us sitting out here all night. If these guys go on the move, one of us can follow them at a safe distance. I'll stay out here. All right. If they haven't moved by midnight, call it off. The tracker, it can record their movements, right? Yes, it, it has plenty of storage. It will show the route they took, what time, how long they stayed in one place, just about everything we need to know. As long as they don't discover it. I'm not worried about it. These guys are pretty low tech. I don't think they'll sweep the vehicle for electronics. Alright, notify me if they go on the move. Uh, Detective Richards? Yes. They're on the move. That's <laughs> real funny, Soren. He's serious. There's two guys headed for the van. So what do you want to do? They'll come this way when they leave, so we need to move. Change plans. I'll drive back the way we came, and you two take a right here and go down along the river, turn around, and wait for them to clear. And Nelson, I'll contact you on your cell. Now go. I really hate navigating in the blind like this, even though the ore freighter's doing all the driving. Well, you've had to fly IFR before, haven't you? IFR? Uh, IFR, instrument flight rules. You know, like an approach with total cloud cover, flying by instruments only. Oh, INS, instrument navigation system. Sure, but that's in an atmosphere at subsonic speed, not in the vacuum of space approaching light speed. Speaking of approaching, Tika, What's her position relative to Galaza? 25,000. They should be firing their second set of retros soon, taking us to zero Gs. Thank you. Jocko, we're 25 out from orbital insert. Everyone strapped in? Roger that. We're locked and loaded now. Ready on your command. Sounds good. We'll notify you when we release. Copy that. Standing by. Captain, I'm picking up bogeys departing the Galaza atmosphere. Stand by for identification. Jocko. We might have company. Stand by for orders. Standing by. Transponder signal shows three rage fighters, and they're headed right for us. Is the Mercury in peril of being captured yet again? What are the Hungans hiding in the warehouse? And will Kelly continue her pursuit of the truth about Kate's shooting? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Mousetrap. There's a train headed your way. It's the Transcontinental Terror Express, pulling into the Mutual Audio Network Depot in October. I'm Boris, your conductor. This train is powered by your favorite horror actors, writers, and producers who are dying to entertain you. And I'm Igor. As your engineer on this trip, I can't be held responsible for any accidents, even if they're on purpose. I'll make sure your ride is as smooth as the blood on a corpse's face. Uh, you're not fun. It's the best audio horror on the 
rails. It always goes off the rails. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network now so you don't miss a single scary Sunday. And there are five Sundays in October, including Halloween. Five wonderful weeks of fears for your ears. All aboard the Transcontinental Terror Express. We're working up a good head of scream for you. 